1: Isaac Trout with 11 tonight. Felt good to get back out there and get a couple of open looks,
2: didn't it? A little bit, yeah. It's good to see a couple go down and (laughs) get moving a little bit, so yeah.
1: You only played two minutes in the first half, and you made him count back-to-back threes. How has it been, this adjustment to kind of playing the five in a smaller ball lineup?
2: Oh, it's been tough. I've never played the five in my life, so kind of learning you know we have so many different plays so many different sets trying to learn all those on top of a whole new defensive style um offense offense is pretty similar you know still pick and pop perimeter oriented but uh the defense has been the hardest part um you know the big east has some really big big guys so um practicing that and just trying to learn everything i can but it's been a big adjustment
3: isaac how do you feel you've Progressed, uh, especially on the defensive end of the floor like you said you know going against some of these guys especially one-on-one post defense it's not an easy thing to do especially against you know these type of caliber guys how do you feel like you've progressed from maybe october to now in that area and is that something you've worked at you know quite a bit with the coaches in practice
2: yeah i mean it has been the last month or so i've been uh you know the backup five in practice behind call so i'm just trying to watch him as much as i can because he's so dang good at it obviously obviously he's bigger than me but I mean, there's still some small things that he has from so much experience that I'm trying to pick up on still. What,
1: what is the hardest thing defensively? Is it just being able to be in the right spots, keeping your feet, not falling for shot fakes? What is the toughest thing about playing defense at the five?
2: Uh, I'd say the ball screen coverages. For example, you know, they have there's some guards like Dawes tonight where we have to be higher up on. And, you know, when you're in the middle of a play, you kind of lose sight of that. So then he comes off a screen and nails one because I was too far back. So that's the hardest part is mixing up the coverages on different types of guys. And, um, you know, the guys have been really supportive of me. Um, Obviously, I've struggled with it the last month or so, but just trying to improve every day, really.
3: Well, 11 points in seven minutes, that's pretty darn efficient. I think we'll, <laughs> I think we'll take that off the bench any, any day of the week. I, I, so. I commend you for, for staying ready after two straight games of, of not seeing the floor. And you come in, your number's called. And, um, I, you know, I got to imagine for you playing against that type of ball screen defense where they're really aggressive with their big on the guard, that allows you to, to really get in a rhythm, pick and pop, and, and, and no one within a few feet of you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's kind of the advantage of why they kind of moved me over to the five a little bit is because... A lot of teams hard-hedge ball screens with our with our really good guards like Steven and Trey, so that pick and pops there quite a bit.
1: You know you're going to get those short little bursts. You know You'll play a minute here, a couple minutes there, coming in as the backup five. How hard is that to stay locked in when you're on the bench, not knowing when that moment's going to come and then having to come in and do it real quick?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's tough because then there's some games where Kalk plays all 40 minutes, so I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, you know, mentally prepared to go in and um, going over the game plan and stuff, and then you don't go in. So you have to be really prepared, and when your numbers call, just make the most of it and have some fun out there, really. Do you miss playing the four? I do miss playing the four. Um, After the season, I'll have a, you know, me and Coach Mack will kind of figure out plans for next year if I need to lose some weight and get quicker. it be a four or shift to the five, but whatever he wants, I'm good with, so. We'll see. It's good to see
1: that you've accepted this role, and it was great to see that shot go in. I mean, back-to-back threes, same spot on the floor. Uh, is it hard to keep your rhythm on those shots when you're not getting the minutes that you're used to, that you were would have been wanted to used to be getting when you're trying to stay in rhythm shooting?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, one thing is uh, I've been working with uh, Mitch a lot in the morning, every morning they are shooting, so just trying to get as much reps as I can so when I do get you know, an opportunity or two a game to make sure my shot feels good and I'm not just you know, out there unprepared. Mr. Efficiency,
1: 11 (laughs) points, 3 of 3 from the field, 2 of 2 at the free throw line, so you haven't forgot how to shoot a free throw in only (laughs) 7 minutes. That's not a bad night. It's all right. (laughs) Good win tonight. (laughs) Congratulations.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Isaac
1: Isaac Trout, the Grand Island native, uh, and they transfer from Virginia, one of five Blue Jays in double figures. Let's welcome in one of our – I don't even know who to give the player of the game to. I mean, it's hard to say with a guy who goes 10 for 10 – and ties a school record to not give it to Ryan Kalkbrenner. but Trey Alexander and you tonight had a uh, had a good thing going.
4: Yeah, I think we should give it to Trey. He's the he's best he's best player on the team for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: the he, humble man he, speaks. He, he is a humble man. Well, it's it's kind of nice. You know, I remember that game in uh, in Newark, uh, Ryan. Um, you had 23 shot attempts, and I swear about four or five of your misses should have gone in. Just, you had some tough rolls off the rim. Yeah. But tonight it wasn't so much post-ups, lobs, and, man, those passes were right on target.
4: Yeah, I traded did a really good job of finding me on the on the lobs there. We knew they were going to jump out and hedge a lot of those ball screens, so we were going to have the lob or the skip pass, and traded did a really good job of reading that all night. So, you know, when he's doing that, it's easy to go 10 for 10 when I'm shooting layups with no one around me. So, <laughs> I think that's why Trey should get the player of the game. I didn't do nothing for my 10 to 10.
3: All right. Fair deal. Ryan, uh, what were some of the differences you saw from, from their team, uh, even on the offensive end of the floor, but especially defensively from from the first game, which was a total dogfight in Newark, mm-hmm. to, to now uh, a really comfortable win here in Omaha?
4: Uh, you know, they're a really, really good team. So they had it going a little bit more in at at their place and you know, not to say they didn't yeah, yeah, not say they anything bad this game, you know, just somehow that's sometimes just how games goes and we had it going our way tonight. We also made a few small defensive adjust adjustments that I think made it a little harder for them overall, made them take tougher shots, made them take shots that they don't normally want to take. So I think those little adjustments and just having having us be the hot ones today and instead of them helped a lot
1: this is a team that so is reliant on the offensive boards and this is really two games now where you did a good enough job on the offensive glass how much was that in the back of your mind especially because betty akko is one of the best offensive rebounders in the country and tonight he had he had four offensive rebounds but didn't feel like he had that big of an imprint on this game
4: yeah i know it feels like every team we play in the big east is a really good offensive
1: it rebound does team. doesn't it <laughs>
4: But, yeah, that's always going to be a key for us. You know, we're outside of me, we're really not the biggest team out there, so it's really key for us to really focus on that and really box out because, you know, our transition game is really good, but you can't get in the transition game if you're not getting the defensive rebounds. So that's always a focus going into any game, especially, especially a team like Seton Hall that's really good at getting them. But I think we did a good job of executing on that tonight, especially when I went to a challenge shots. Some of the guards came in and cracked down on Betty Iaco. And didn't, didn't let them – I mean, like you said, you got four, but didn't feel like they really turned into much.
3: You guys have a, a pretty big game here on Saturday, Ryan, obviously yeah. with Marquette coming to town. And, um, you know, it just off the top of your head, I guess, it, you know, if you could think to a couple of couple of just main themes uh, of that game coming up that you think would, would do you guys well to, to come out of here with, with a victory.
4: Yeah. Um. As it always is for us, you know, share the ball, turn good shots into great shots. We've done a really good job of doing this year and just being solid on defense. We know we're not the biggest, most athletic team, so, you know, we got to be solid instead of taking gambles. We know they're a really talented offensive team, so just doing what we do and executing our game plan on defense and sharing the ball on offense, and I think we got a good chance.
1: Ryan, uh, Coach Mack told me before the game he really didn't come away from Sunday that disappointed because he thought we got some good shots, uh, you know, and, and as far as defensively, they made a lot of shots that yeah. we made them take. Did you have that same feeling, or was it good to hear that from the coach after film review?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of had that feeling, but then again, Max, the one who he knows a lot more than I do, so I was going <laughs> to wait and see what he said. It definitely felt like that, and, you know, Obviously you go into the film and there's plays here and there where you messed up and you gotta learn from but when you look at it in the bigger picture, you know, went to their place. is a really hard place to play. Saint John's is a really good team and they had it going that night. So definitely learn from it, but you know, I don't wanna say like it was a good loss by any means you never want to lose, but there is a lot of a lot more positives from that loss than most losses for us.
1: Million dollar question.
4: Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Is
1: Saturday your last game on this floor?
4: You know, I haven't thought past, thought past, you know, I haven't really even thought past this game, to be honest with you.
1: okay.
4: You know, I'm I'm lucky enough to have people in my life who, like, keep me grounded, keep me, like, in this place, so I've been trying my best this year to stay present and take it all in, because I know how special of a place this is, like... I don't know, I, I might not ever have it as good as I have it here with the fans, with the people, with all that. So I've just been trying to soak
1: it in. That's a fair I answer. Could, good attitude to have. But as a journalist, yeah. I had to ask. Yeah. I mean, people want to know. They, I, I mean, respect. you get that extra year, they they would love to have you back. But either way, big man, great game tonight. You're right. We'll give the player of the game to Trey. Uh, but, go. that, but hey, someone had to finish. Hey, you don't get 10 assists if you don't get <laughs> dunks on the other side. So you did your job as well. Well, uh, So we'll uh, save we'll,
3: Ryan's player of the game for Saturday. It's a good idea. I'll call that. Yeah. Call that. <laughs> Get a 30-burger against Marquette. We'll yep. give it
1: to you. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. Guys. That Thanks. is Ryan Kalkbrenner, who finishes with 23 points. Yes, ties his personal best. He was 10 for 10. It is a school record. Uh, Bob Harstad. He, he, can he have that? I give it. I mean, Matt can have mine. That's yours. Take it. No, take it. I'll give Mac this one. You got, he's got one. That give give that the, now. Hey, be careful. Those things are very rich. Have you had those? Oh, and then Stephen Ashworth comes over and he's gonna. These cuckoo, kookaburra are, cookies are are, are, are are. Hold on a second. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, am I on? What, yeah, do, we, what do we? What do we spot? Wait. Talk have you? Had got one an of these? NIL deal. Talk
1: about the cookies. Have you had one of these?
2: No, I haven't. Give me. Give All right. Me a
1: little. No, no, share, not the whole no, thing. No, no, Just, no, a no, no, Just a little. No, 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 no. Share it. Share it with your loved one.
2: Alright, share, share with it the missus. Peyton will be. I don't
1: look at me. Do I think do I need a cookie like that? <laughs> oh, please, you look great. You Thank look great. you. Uh, I also promised I'd give a shout out to the Hoke family tonight. So I just wanted to do that. We had dinner with them last night, fantastic. Just my new friend Sophia said, You gotta talk about me on the radio. So there it is. If you hear this, there it is. I did it. Sophia Hoke. Okay. Good enough. Enjoy the cookie. Enjoy the postgame. Congratulations. Steven Ashworth. With a special guest appearance here on the post game show, it is time for the Coach Mac post game, brought to you by Lawler's Custom Sportswear for original, custom-made designs. The best dressed Blue Jays dress with Lawler's Custom Sportswear, LawlersCustom.com. Different game than the one we saw in New Jersey. That ball was really moving tonight, and the passing this evening was just excellent.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I thought we got out in transition early, and why we didn't get a lot out of it. I think it wore into him and. Uh, I thought Stephen did an incredible job on on Dawes. Uh, he got no three-point shots when Stephen was on him. He had a right. really tough one on Bellow. But for a guy that that's what he does, to keep him from not getting any shots, is a really a credit to Stephen. Uh, <clears throat> but I thought our pace wore into him, and I thought the fact with with, with Stephen and, and Trey doing some denials on – on Dawes and Kadari, I thought, you know, that really upset the rhythm of their offense a little bit and allowed us to create some separation.
3: Coach Mag, John and I talked about, we just didn't seem to think there was a whole lot of pop to Seton Hall tonight. I don't, I'm not sure if you saw a difference in them either offensively or, or defensively with their effort from, from Newark to today, if you could speak to that a no, little
0: bit. I just, I think they had a hard time uh, finding what they wanted offensively. Uh, you know, we, we really helped off, uh uh, Wusu we helped off Dre Davis a little bit so we really plugged the lane and Kadari wants to get to that rim and they were one of the best in the country at getting to the rim and I don't think they got there near as much tonight as they did in uh, in Newark and then we took away their you know their shooter um, so we made him go to things they didn't want to go to and, and I just thought uh, uh, Baylor, and then Jason, when he came in, really did a great job on Dre Davis. You know, he got 18 points, and he got some of those late. Uh, but he and they were difficult shots for the most part, and uh, he really hurt us in, in Newark.
1: How much of that defensive adjustment led to the 10 steals tonight because there were a lot of deflections in the paint? Again,
0: we were, we were really collapsing to the ball off a couple of guys, so there's a lot of hands in there tonight, more than usual. A lot of times we're staying home with shooters, uh, but, uh, you know, we decided – we're going to try to make them do something they don't want to do. And, and you know, that's why Davis shot three shots. Uh, uh, Ede Wusu took a couple threes. You know, those guys aren't – they don't really want to shoot three-point shots. And Tubek, I think, was one for five in the year. And, of course, Omaha's the place <laughs> shooters yeah. come to heal, you know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he knocks one in right after Mitch Ballack told Baylor he didn't have to guard him. So Baylor, of course, said, thanks, Mitch.
3: We were laughing with Isaac about uh, the efficiency. 11 minutes, seven points. That's that's pretty darn good for, especially for a kid who, who hadn't gotten in the game the past two games. I I got to imagine he and Jason Green and just some of that, some of those bench minutes that you've gotten have been you know, pretty good for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: you know, I give Isaac a lot of credit and Jason. Uh, you know, Jason, his role has changed as the years gone on, as he's gotten back healthy and gotten in the flow, and he's added some really good things uh, on the defensive end of the floor and the backboards for us. Uh, and Isaac. You know, we, we've kind of changed his role with Jason's development defensively. It gives us a little different look. So we've kind of shifted Isaac to that backup five role, depending on who we're playing. And he's he's really worked to improve defensively, so he can survive out there. And then it's our job to try to get him a few shots while he's out there. And and uh, you know, he caught it and shot it with confidence tonight. But he's continued to work at it. So uh, really proud that you know of his stick to itiveness and 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 willingness to play the role we've asked him to play.
1: Trey with a career high 10 <clears> assists. <throat> A lot of them I know were lobs, but, boy, he really saw the the field of vision very well.
0: Tonight. Yeah, I thought he manipulated the defense really well. Um, and, you know, a couple of those lob passes he made were incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, that vision, left side of the floor, right side of the floor, doesn't really matter. Uh, just made some incredible plays. And, and they really mixed up their ball screen coverage on him from being aggressive to, to icing him and try to send him to one side. And, um, you know, he, he did a good job of making the read regardless of what they did. <clears throat>
1: Baylor Shireman, another double-double, but he has 20 points tonight. He now has 1,000 points at Creighton. He's only been here two years.
0: It's amazing. And, you know, the points are one thing, but, man, he uh, he impacts the game in so many ways. Um, One of the best rebounding guards I've ever coached. Uh, and you know his improvement defensively and his physicality and his body from last year to this year, uh, you know really credit to him and and our strength staff that they really went to work in the off season and and you know we're reaping the benefits of all that hard work. So now we just got to get him to the finish line. We, we've leaned on those guys uh, quite a bit. We should be able to practice a couple hours tomorrow. They only. None of them played 40 <laughs> minutes tonight, so uh, they should be pretty fresh for practice tomorrow.
1: Are you going to have to lean on Jeremy a little bit to fudge on the minutes on his uh, on his data? Yeah,
0: we always do. A, I always rely on Jeremy on and Ben on, you know, how much to practice and what we can get done while we're out there. And, uh, you know, the, the Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, again, it's, you know, three games in seven days is difficult. And, you know, you play a late game tonight, you turn around and play an early game on Saturday. So we really got to manage it uh, the next couple days. And, you know, Marquette's not an easy team to prepare for. You'd like to have a lot of time. Uh, But, uh, you know, I I fully expect the environment in here uh, is going to be very similar to the UConn game. Uh, We've got some guys playing in their last game here. Uh, so, uh, you know, we want to we want to send them off with a great crowd and, and hopefully a, a good victory over a team that I think has a chance to go to the Final Four in Marquette.
1: Quick sneak preview on Marquette. What do you want to see improve most from the first game? And I know it's been several months. I mean, it was only the second conference game of the year. But what would you like to see the best improvement on that game
0: to this game? I'd like us to score more points than them this time. <laughs> John, that game was like two and a half months ago. I have no idea How? what happened on that game. But I, I know they scored more points Mr. than us. So Mr. this I, game this game I hope we score more points than them. How about I thought that? you
1: had this <laughs> photographic memory. You remember all of these things. I don't
0: remember what I had for breakfast, John. So next question. I quest- probably next- know. It
1: was probably like eggs and toast and, <laughs> yeah. and, and an iced tea.
0: Next question,
3: please, do, Ross. Do we, do we think Mac <laughs> could get the the trivia question from earlier?
1: Oh, well, we did ask the question earlier, you know, Doug had thirty five in the garden, but that's not He's tied for the single-game Creighton record in the Garden. Do you remember who else scored 35
0: in the Garden? Cole Huff.
1: See, he'd get, he'd your get memory is good.
0: I said Marcus Foster. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a more intelligent question, so I had, <laughs> I, I had a better answer.
1: Here I'm asking a question about the next opponent. I figure you'd have an answer.
0: I'll tell you tomorrow because I'll be watching film till about three in the morning. So I'll oh, about, so, you're, so I'll have a better idea. So you're not going to
1: get any sleep tonight either.
0: I am going to I am going to prepare a little, John. So I'll. Have I good, know you. I'll will. have a good answer for you in the pregame on on Saturday. How about that? Okay. Crowd was great. Appreciate you, you guys. You bet. Yeah, Thanks, back.
1: <laughs> Greg McDermott, with his postgame thoughts. Take your cookie. Get out of here.